At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line, our favorite guy from BetSided, one of a kind. Every time we come on, something's going on with the freaking Brooklyn Nets. And, of course, that remains true today. Reed Wallach of BetSided. Reed, how you doing, sir? We are on the eve of uh, basically the NBA Finals, right? Isn't that what tomorrow is in Philly? That's Sixers? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're all here for, right? The Eastern Conference Finals matchup that never will be uh, (laughs) is is the Sixers and the Nets. Uh, There's got to be, Reed, a level of this is exactly why we put up with the (laughs) antics of Kyrie Irving. Like, he's just – Almost being slept on, given the fact that he hasn't been playing many games this season due to the fact that he sat out the beginning of it until like fully, and then he was playing halftime. And now you're seeing like a 50 piece, one of the most efficient nights uh, in NBA history from any player, yeah. just cooking at all three levels, showing the world who he is. Um, so, what is your level? We ask this every single week, and I know your optimism has got to be higher than last week because of this Kyrie performance, but like from a scale of 1 to 10, where are you at in your emotions with the Nets? It's like you guys bring me on for like a wellness check. I'm like, yes. You're just making sure like I'm still here. Precisely. No, I, honestly, honestly, so since we last spoke, they lost to the Heat in a tough one that they blew, the Celtics in a tough one that they blew, and then they blew out the Hornets. So – you know, those are two tough losses of Miami and Boston. I would have obviously – I think those were kind of like op, – like that's how your opinions change. The Charlotte game, to me, that was expected. You got to take care of business and like not get caught looking ahead because they are running out of time and it's getting a little close to the playoffs where you want to be in, I think, the top eight, which I think that they will be able to because the schedule really opens up for them. But I honestly think that – I know that the Nets lost those two games, but again – they're a new team, and I don't want to make excuses for them, but you could tell that the defensive breakdowns were a new team trying to find their footing where they're playing teams like Miami and Boston who they know their identity. They know what they are on defense. The Nets aren't there yet. Will they ever get there? I don't know this season, but I'm not as concerned still as other people. Like I speak to people that say I'm out on this team. I don't think that they have it. I think they're lacking something. I still see a little bit because Kevin Durant is that good, and – if Kyrie could get cleared full-time, then no one wants to see – I keep saying it. No one's going to want to see that team in the uh, first round. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm I'm still concerned for you guys because Ben Simmons – Oh, there, of course there's concern, we, but I yeah. think the upside is still there, and that's kind of – unfortunately, that's what I'm banking on. For he's, sure. He's hanging on for dear life I to think that. It, I mean, it's fair. Life. I mean, when you see KD chilling and Kyrie could do that, even if it's against Charlotte, it is – 
quite impressive. Um, I was going to spin it forward to Ben Simmons, but you know what? I don't care. We know what Ben Simmons is. At some point, he's going to come back and we'll see him. So let's talk about what you really, what I've known you to be uh, a specialist in is college basketball. And right now we're watching the game between Louisville and Virginia, but these conference tournaments are crazy. Arizona State lost at a buzzer beater earlier today uh, to Stanford. Also, we had a buzzer beater in overtime as Virginia Tech takes down Clemson. What are you targeting tomorrow? This is going to be great for our overnights. Anything you're targeting uh, tomorrow in college basketball? And also just kind of like, how are you feeling? And, and how are you approaching just handicapping this entire, uh, all these conference championships, uh, tournaments that we're going through right now? Yeah, I, I was on a, today was like brutal for me, at least from in terms of just like Same. a couple of tough beats that like just left and right. I mean, again, I, I'm, I bet college basketball religiously all season long. So if you're new to it, like, just get used to it. Like, kids are going to miss free throws. Like, Wake Forest shot, like, 11 for 21 in regulation. Yeah. A really good free throw shooting team, and now they're probably missing the tournament. So, the, like, the swings are going to come, especially with, like, the volume going up and, like, the games all day. So, just buckle up. Like, the, the swings are going to come back your way in the next three weeks anyway. But in terms of tomorrow, I've already started looking at the card. I bet going, like, in chronological order, I bet Michigan against Indiana Ooh. in the first Big Ten tournament game. Yeah, it opened two. I'm closer to like three and a half here. And just look at, I know Michigan's a bit up and down, but look at who Indiana's beaten in the past like month or so. They haven't beaten anyone but Big Ten bottom feeders. I believe it's only Maryland and Minnesota. Outside of that, they haven't beaten anyone. Michigan, at least they played up to competition. They're going to have Hunter Dickinson back. The offense is still there. I just trust this Michigan team more. And we saw bubble teams today really struggle down the stretch. Look at Xavier and Wake Forest, especially Indiana's in that boat. They actually need this game to get inside the field. Don't like, I'm telling you that these guys are talking about that. They need this win. And I think it almost could work against them against a Michigan team that is probably in the tournament, no matter what. And they're playing a little bit better. I think that they come out they're a little there. I trust their offense more. I think they get it done. I like that. Yeah. Well, I'm very curious how uh, St. John's ended up blowing out to Paul. That was one of the worst the worst outcomes I have ever seen mm-hmm. uh, in college basketball this year so far. Let me ask you about this uh, this Texas Tech-Iowa State game tomorrow, 9.30 p.m. I think Texas Tech was one of your sleepers when we talked. You liked them. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven and a half point favorites over Iowa State. Total, 125 and a half. What's your feel on that? Because it feels like, feels kind of like a trap line. Yeah, it's a lot of points for a Texas Tech team that struggles to blow teams out away from home. And the total is so low, and it's, I think it's setting up for another rock fight. These two played games in, like, the 40s earlier this regular mm-hmm. season. So I, I'm afraid to lay it with Texas Tech. I think that they win the game, but I don't know if I'm looking to lay, you know, north of, like, three buckets to on the Texas Tech game when a total sub-130, there just might be limited possessions. So – if you're looking for like a money line parlay piece, I think Texas Tech might be a good spot there. But in terms of the spread, I'm laying off. It's probably Iowa State or pass from it. Reed, um, let's talk about Gonzaga right now. Of course, yesterday they come out of a huge, a huge victory. They go ahead and win the WCC. We don't really care about that, and I don't even think they care about that. They win it every single year. It's not that big of a deal. 82 to 69 was the score, but that team not as impressive as we're used to seeing uh, them play. Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren over this last few games have been a different version of themselves. How much faith and trust do you have in this team moving forward? Yeah, I, I've the way I built my futures, because it did seem like Gonzaga was really just pulling away from the pack as a national title contender. I have futures on 
what might be three other one seeds opposite Gonzaga mm. in Auburn, Kentucky, and Arizona. I'm not saying take those now, but I've been kind of hoping and praying that Gonzaga was going to slow up as the tournament reached. And, you know, maybe there is some fatigue and they're waiting for the tournament. You know, they've had so much expectation last year, national championship loss. Maybe they're just looking forward to it. But, yeah, definitely that's like two or three concerning results, I think, because they're expected to win these games by 20. They let St. Mary's hang around last night. They let San Francisco hang around the night before. I definitely think there's some concern, but the issue is, is there going to be a team in their bracket that could actually match up with them? Yeah. yeah so I got to wait till Sunday to say like, yeah, I think Gonzaga's going down because it, there's a chance they get, you know, you're looking at Wisconsin as their two seed. Like they're going to destroy Wisconsin. It's, if they could get like an Arkansas as a four seed, then all of a sudden my, you know, that's where my, uh, you know, my signal goes up like, okay, maybe we got a chance here in an opening that Gonzaga could be vulnerable. So it's still waiting to see for me, but yeah, I definitely think a little concern towards Gonzaga heading into the tournament. Another concern, Reed, is uh, Duke. They looked absolutely unready for the moment on Saturday. Yeah. I think there was about a thousand celebrities in the building. Some former Dukies, uh, some just like regular celebrity celebrities. Uh, <laughs> what really quickly? What's your feel on them for the tournament? Are you fading them in the ACC and in the the tournament in general? I'm probably not going to fade them in the ACC tournament. I haven't been in on them all year. I And I think this game has, this past Saturday against North Carolina showed what was wrong with them. It's coaching. Coach K hasn't been that good of a coach in the past four or five years already. Whoa, whoa, and whoa, Bree. This is final season. You put some respect on his name. I, oh, please. What are you, okay. I, I, what, what am I supposed to do? He is, <laughs> first of all, if I were to say anything to Coach K, he'd probably be very like rude to me and condescending like he is to everyone else. But that being said, the guy hasn't made second-half adjustments in years, and it's showed in their losses to Virginia, to Ohio State, and now to North Carolina. So in the tournament, I think that they're going to get bounced. I, I mean, they're probably going to get an easy bracket because it's the selection, show, the selection committee is going to lay it up for them. But I, they're going to get a good team, and they're going to bounce them because you can't make second-half adjustments while other teams have better coaching. So, yeah, I'm still not buying Duke. Even if they get to the Final Four, I'll be fading them the whole way. All right, Reed Waller with the hot takes and says, hey, Coach K, we do not care it's your last season. Get the hell out of here. That was Reed oh, Wallet's words, on. not mine. Not mine. <laughs> He's put the, when they build the graphic and put it on social media later, it's going to say Reed Wallach said this. I had nothing to oh, do with absolutely. that. Oh, absolutely. I already know. As it was coming out of my mouth, I knew that was getting the social graphic. <laughs> Our guy, Reed Wallach. Thank you so much, brother. We'll talk to you Thanks, soon. Guys. Reed Wallach of Bedside joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Love when he's on talking this, uh, this college basketball. This time of year, March is crazy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.